Hey guys, what's going on? Jake here with episode six of Kicking with Cool People, the podcast that's focusing on highlighting unique individuals that have cool stories, awesome skills, and are just fun to talk to. Honestly, that's all we really care about. Uh, today, Robert and I have on Drex Carter, <clears throat> excuse me, Drex Carter and his photographer, Good Jobs Joss. Uh, both the two guys are out of Orlando. I had them both in my living room uh, today, which was Wednesday, I believe. Today, Wednesday? I don't know. The podcast comes out on Sunday at 7 anyways. That's all that really matters. Um, so yeah, these two guys from Orlando, rapper and his photographer, came in my apartment, had a great talk. Um, they told me everything about their trip when they went to Colorado, kind of their... Uh, creative process they put out a music video recently drex killed it it's amazing guys that's gonna be in the show notes check that out the music video is very very good for monday morning and uh yeah me and robert had a great time it was kind of tough getting the audio down for me drex and josh joss because we we're just sitting in my living room in my apartment uh, i need to get a better recording studio i'm, I'm working on that right now and uh that's pretty much it Psyched episode six, guys. This was a uh, this is our first live episode we're putting out. Everything else is kind of pre recorded, and we put everything out this week for our launch week. Everyone that started to follow us, really appreciate it on Anchor, or iTunes, or wh- whatever you use, um, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on that as well. Check it out, it is a dope time. And I think this went about an hour and a half. And I'm gonna shut up now and let you listen to the podcast and the dope intro that we have. Deuces. Going, Jake. How you doing, man? Good, man. I have uh, Drex and Joss over here, um, hang, hanging out in the apartment. How you guys doing? Feeling. I feel good. Yeah, living life. Living life. You nice. guys um, just went on a expedition to, right? <laughs> yeah. What happened? What What'd you guys do out there? Literally, we just explored our minds and explored, you know, new places and. We had a lot of fun out there, and we got to experience a lot of new ideas on how to create things. And you know, we 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 started out in this small what, what was it called? It was where your uncle lives on um, Colorado. Yeah, we went to Colorado Springs. We yeah, flew into Colorado Springs and then just road tripped basically. Throughout. All right, guys. Sorry about that. Um, we were just talking about Joss and Drex going to Colorado, going to Fort Collins, and visiting and trying to start something new. Um, they got a lot of stuff done out there. So, guys, sorry about that cutout. But uh, how was the experience? How was the trip? Uh, no, it was just random, which I think made it made it. Uh, I don't know. Unique. I don't, we didn't really have any expectations. We woke up a week before and decided we were going to go. Originally, we were going to take a road trip to L.A., but then <laughs> realized that was a lot of money. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So yeah. Road trips are a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. One time, I took um, a road trip from here all the way to Las Vegas. It shit took like a day or two to get there. Pretty sure like a day and a half just to get to Las Vegas. Yeah. And like just cost of driving there was like $500. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, it was a lot of money. Yeah. So, you guys, when you were out in Colorado, um, well, first off, anyone that's listening, 
if you haven't caught on by this point, uh, Drex, I'm going to introduce him real quick. Do you want to want to call you Drex? But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't so uh, we'll put his put both their Instagrams in the show notes. Drex is a rapper here in Orlando. Um, he's been making his own songs. You know, he has his own producer. And Joss, who's also with us, is his photographer. Um, they both put out really good work. They're they're super dope. I've I've met Drex once. Um, met Drex or Joss for probably thirty seconds. Yeah, just about. Just. About. No, nothing too crazy, but uh, both both cool guys, and um, they're both just trying to make something happen with their visuals and with their music, which is unique. Um, Drex yesterday had some crazy conundrum that wrecked his entire throat, so if you can't hear him, just turn your volume up. Um, but he's gonna be kind of kind of quiet. Yeah, he has a shitty voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so sorry to cut you guys off, but. Um, just I guess I'll start it off again since we had that cut in the audio. Drex, what's going on with uh, with some music, man? You you put out bad with with Cognac. You uh, you're start you're saying you're putting out new music, new videos. You're starting to push. You know you're young. You're here in Orlando. Um, you guys are starting your own clothing line. You have a whole bunch going on, man. Let's start. Let's start with upcoming music and, and where you started. So upcoming. I mean, to start it off, I put out I put out music for the first time probably. Two years ago now, I was in high school, and uh, I just, I, I've only, I'd only honestly put out probably 10 songs, a handful of songs to the point uh, up to this year. I took a year off of uh, putting out music to kind of just reevaluate my sound as a whole and really just figure out what I wanted to be making. Uh, I, st- I mean, I still feel like I'm always finding my sound and just figuring out what I want to be making and whatnot, but... Uh, yeah, about probably two months ago now, I started putting out music consistently again. I've dropped three songs to date, some videos, uh, like since that time. And I'm just trying to be consistent with it. My goal is to drop something every Friday, every week, just try to put some, mm-hmm. content, whether it's a freestyle or a new song or a visual or whatever. Um, how's that, and, how has that been going though? Yeah. And on, just that consistency as a whole has really taken it to like a whole new level. I'm, I'm seeing growth and and just my fan base, like genuine kids who look forward to me releasing content, which is honestly what it's all about. So it's uh, it's been good. Yeah, I got a, I got a lot of uh, a lot of content on the way too that I'm pretty much have finished, wrapped up. Um, a video coming out this Friday for Monday morning, which has been probably Ooh. my best response yet. You guys, uh, you guys, and sorry, uh, again, I don't, no, I, I like, I like taking these conversations somewhere because you guys mm-hmm. went to Colorado and you just were telling us before when the audio cut, which is the worst part. Sorry guys. Again, that's the last time I'll talk about it. <laughs> and Robert, sorry about that as well, man. Um, Josh, you Colorado and you guys said you worked on a lot of new stuff, videos, yeah. Yeah, you know, did what, bunch of what was going on? New creative videos. Um, honestly, how it started out. When we were preparing to leave to Colorado, we got this VHS camera and it was all Drex's idea. He's like, yo, we should shoot a video. We should shoot videos out there on this VH, on something old, something vintage. And what we so were instead looking of making for, it look vintage, right? Yeah. Because since you're a photographer, you kind of, you're, you're seeing the people, white people are editing things. You're seeing the vintage vibe. It really didn't. It, was, it had nothing to do with yeah. vintage. It had more to do with the fact that, like, we. We wanted me and, me and Joseph don't understand 
like my videographer Corbin is like he understands the technology. He understands yeah, how to get a shot. He knows if I if I come up with an idea and I tell him, hey, I want to do it this way. Five seconds later, he knows exactly how to do it. Like he'll have it right in your face. For, for us, we know what we want to do and we know how we want to shoot it, but. It, making it as simple as possible is what's best for us because like we don't understand necessarily like what the best thing what the best quality to shoot on how to keep a steady grip you know like we just <laughs> we just want to shoot what we feel is right and in, in the moment to do so yeah. we thought the best thing to do was to shoot on something very simple yeah just con- literally so be like, able to press pu- press record and, and then just start recording roll. And not, we didn't have to think about angles yeah. no no framing we just did it so we either we our first option was to get a super 8 camera yeah. and you know with those you know with yeah. that is like you yeah. get film and then it just rolls and rolls and rolls but like we couldn't find one and we and we literally had like two days to find something <laughs> you're like, How are we, like yeah, exactly. what's going on out here? so yeah. instead we went to this um, yeah. antique shop and we found that uh, VHS camera and we were like yo the tapes are here with it yeah, that's everything. The, the, the charge is here like everything. extra battery let's just get this 20, like bucks, 20 bucks for and then we just were like yeah let's do it on this yeah. we didn't plan for any videos we were like you know if we see something cool if it like if we had no we idea we had no idea what we were going to shoot going out there either <laughs> I, I thought I was going to write a lot out there I didn't write a single thing yeah. while I was out there actually I thought I was going to write songs and shoot videos to them out there we ended up just the first thing we shot actually was for this freestyle that hasn't come out oh, that's another thing coming out soon uh, with Swerve uh, we have this freestyle and uh, it, it was part of a cypher and uh, Swerve is going to be putting that out but I wanted to shoot my own kind of uh, my own visual for it for my verse uh, just because my, my friends that I've shown it and like some fans that have heard it have told me it's their favorite thing. So I just wanted to give it more life and let it, let it, you know, let more people see it on my own when it does come out. So uh, we, we ended up climbing, we were, we were hiking and we ended up getting to the top of this mountain and it started raining and it was getting kind of like, and the rain is yeah. cold over there. Like Colorado <laughs> breezy. So you're 5,000 feet. Yeah. Up. No, 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 you're, you're, yeah. you're 5,000 feet up to begin with. And then when you hike, you're, you know, another maybe nine. 10, yeah. yeah. So, crazy. so we were up there and like, it starts raining. It's, you know, the weather's always, it's, it's concerning when you're up there because yeah. of the lightning and shoot, there's nothing to, you know, protect. Yeah. You know, there's, you're on top Literally, of the mountain. with nature. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, so if something happened, you're kind of fucked. So, uh, <laughs> We were actually with my uncle, and he's he's well-versed in, you know, hiking and what to do and how to, you know, be safe. We don't give a fuck, but, like, we, you know, we were kind of, you know, listening to him, following him. And he was like, all right, yeah, we got to go. And I, both of us were, um, honestly, I was like, I want to shoot here real quick. So we just pulled the camera out real quick and shot. Like, that was the first thing we shot. And then throughout the whole trip, anytime we just felt like either one of us was like, yo, this would be a good shot. We would just do it on the spot. And it was perfect because on the shooting on tape, all you had to do is pull it out, turn it on, press go, and it yeah, was great. It's good to go. So, I mean, that sounds like a very shotgun style. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys went out to have fun, get creative, honestly, oh, and just and just and just open open up to what you can do as, yeah. as one a songwriter, singer, rapper, and two a photographer and a clothing line clothing line um, owner. Mm-hmm. You guys kind of just both went out to do your own thing ironically um re- when we both went out there like the first day we were out there um i explained to him the reason why i wanted to take the trip and he explained me the reason why i wanted to take the trip and ironically enough like they were literally Completely on the opposite, opposite spectrums of reasons you know what i'm saying like yeah <clears throat> he wanted to go out there so what was the reason you wanted to go out there to like, not to not think about yeah. anything he wanted to, to go out there to, to just take a break from 
from being advertised to as far as how my music should sound. And I went out there so I could think about myself. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah. To, Just take a break, take a vacation. No, I wanted to express myself in my own mind to ask myself so many questions so I could figure myself out. Yeah, I didn't you know. I, didn't. I wanted to be alone in the mountains so many times out of the, the day I was there and just figure out what I was doing in my life. And he wanted the complete opposite. He wanted to relax and he wanted to, to get away from what he said he wanted to get away from. Okay. And then like realizing... I didn't want to think and he wanted yeah. to analyze <laughs> so, so hold on. So, so you, both, you both went out with two, two different mindsets completely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you said you never wrote a song and you wanted to go out and do that. Yeah. But, but you're very happy about doing it. I mean, I, I I just don't question it. Like, what's meant to be was meant to be. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I haven't, I've had writer's block, I feel like, now for like a month probably, where I haven't written probably two songs, you know, in a month. And that's not really, that's rare for me because it's kind of how I, like, how you get writing, writing, writing for me is not just because, like, oh, I want to, like, make music and be successful. Writing for me is the outlet. So in times, like, where I don't write, I, it kind of makes me question like a lot of things like am I like am I still going to be you know the greatest and what I think I can be the greatest and am I still you know at the top of my game and I think it's just I'm trying to do a lot more now than ever like like you said the clothing line like that's not it's more like that's not just our clothing line like that's a brand it's an idea it's part of it's what we're literally doing. It's ourselves like, like we started selling art you know like we, yeah. we the last month somebody came up to our table and wanted to buy one of our paintings that was a decoration and now we sell art so it's like it's you know art in the form of like paintings yeah that's, that's yeah, what that's I mean, like, people, yeah, people, yeah. like like canvases and whatnot so just not just that and and running the music and trying to you know, I manage myself, like figuring out how to get myself on these platforms so more people can hear me. Growing my social media, which I I hate social media. I don't care about it. Like I don't want to think about it, but I understand that I have to to be successful in this yeah. in this day and age. And like trying to find a booking agent, you know, all that. Like just dealing with all that, I feel like has led me to is that true? To well, not even the, like the truth. It was just something that happened. But like just the fact of me not. Being able to write. Yeah, me not, or not wanting to write. Yes, because you yeah. feel overwhelmed. Yeah, you're still yeah. young. You're, yeah. what are you, 20? I'm 35. I don't like to talk about my age. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel oh, like, I feel like if you talk about your age. You sound like 35. <laughs> <laughs> man, it looks like it too. Yeah. If you were here, you, you'd be how ugly this kid was, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things where. I've been able to, both of us, Robert, you and me both, kind of had our own taste of being able to start something and figure it out. But then when you hear not one, but two other people that are in the same position trying to figure it out, you know, you guys say you're trying to start a clothing line. You say you would go to, you spend all your money to go to Colorado to, maybe not all your money. That's probably Oh, no, definitely all my money. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm broke. Bucks left that yeah, I had. Exactly. I yeah. <laughs> don't get it twisted. I'm broke. Oh, like, I'm, I'm completely broke right now. Like, I have zero dollars to my name right now. <laughs> but so. it was completely worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, it was money. definitely worth it. Yeah. I, I, did, I did the same thing about a road trip around the country. Like, I was, you know, I spent everything I had just to exactly. figure it out. And I spent mm-hmm. three and a half months in the mountains and the woods and the truck sleeping on the side of the highway. Like, yeah. It was one of those things that I just... I think 
It's called. It's basically a gap year. A what? It's you, yeah. you guys did a gap year in a week. A gap year. Gap year. It's so normal college. So like people from oh. Europe, people from <laughs> Europe, and everything else. Yeah, but people from Europe will get. Well, they'll take a, a year off uh-huh. after high school. Robert, you heard about this? No, I haven't. So what it is is a gap year is people that will take a year off of high school before they go to college or get a get a full time job or something and just travel and have fun. And it's super, super not looked at in the U.S. Everyone, when they get out of high school, go to college for four, five, six years, hate it, get out, go to work. Yeah. Overseas, it's very popular. Like, Is it really? You're kind of yeah. expected to almost because it's like really? you kind of find yourself. Oh, take a, a break. Sense. Yeah. Take a it's, break. It's like after you've put all the work in, got your degree, kind of got some sort of validation uh, <laughs> yeah. in the eyes of society. Like, you can kind of, it's like your time to go, all right, see, what do you want to do now? Yeah, it's basically it what we're trying to do in life, just really. Early. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they figured it out two years before you guys did. Yeah, everyone that does a gap year overseas. No, nah, they figure it out like I say five years after. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I'm not trying to just do this like a gap year yeah. for the rest of my life. Well, obviously, like, yeah, but you guys took that no, trip. No, it's, it's it's like a yeah, like you just like it's a trip, you know, something to switch it up. Yeah, oh, okay. you just take a break, you okay. know, like because yeah. both both of you have very yeah. contrasting ideas, and mm-hmm. it's it kind of is what when I thought. You both were in Colorado, mm-hmm. which is what led us to this podcast. I was hitting up Drex, and I was like, "Dude, I need to know what happened." <laughs> I want to, like, I've, like again, I've shot with him. I've met you a little mm-hmm. bit. Me and Robert have been doing this for a while. Yeah, um, it's just like it's something that people need to understand. Is like you, you both took one. Like that's well, how long are you out there for? A week and like two days. A week and some change. So like. Yeah. Maybe the two days that you say was the, you're both your travel days. So you're out there for seven days, somewhere you've never been. Raining, top of the mountain. He's been there before. Yeah, I've never been to Colorado before. But have you been there with just your boy, not with family? No, I'm, I've, I've been there by myself and shit. But like, no, nah, it, was, it was unique. It was, for different. Sure. <laughs> it was different. And you guys both took out, you, you got a VHS camera, you started making work. Like, yeah. What did you guys... Um, <laughs> You guys filmed out there, I'm guessing. Yeah, we shot about three videos, I would say. Okay. We haven't, we haven't really even looked at the footage to start editing, yeah, but honestly, well, I, yeah. know, we, I know how they're going to, like, I know uh, This Life Comes Once, we shot out there. I kind of have a good uh, good concept for it. We both do. Uh, oh. the, the freestyle, it's, that's just something I'm not, we're not even going to have to hopping on with, yeah. That's going to be easy to do. And then Stunned, I think we're going to still f- film some stuff here. But I mean, even just the stories of shooting, shooting those videos. Like there's so much stuff and we did that we have more than just the videos. Like we have like footage just chilling, hanging out with like oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. His uncle and and the, the, honestly, the main reason for getting that was to document the trip yeah. as a whole. So we have like a lot of like I I hate videos where it's just people rapping at a camera, you know. And like I did that. I still you know did that to you. You want a concept? Yeah. yeah well, not even a, no. It's not. It's more less than, than like it's like it's, there's no concept to it. Okay. It's it was more just filming the actual experience of us being there so okay. we're gonna we, you know there's gonna be a lot of sudden clips that are thrown in like of us just at the gas station or yeah, at the tap shop or like you know just random shit yeah, that we did that. it's like like everyday life kind of thing yeah yeah like like it as if like like my, honestly my, the, what inspired it was two things it was uh 88 rising i don't know if you've ever heard of them uh they're uh they're kind of they're with they they're associated with rich chigga if you remember who that is mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but any, anyway, they, they put a video out uh, a while ago that's still to date, like, my favorite video. It's called 88 Rising is Double Happiness. And uh, it was very sh- sporadic shots um, that I just, of just, like, them, what they were doing. And, like, some of it was, like, them performing at a show. Lil Yachty was in it. There was, like, a scene where, like, someone was riding a motorcycle with a bench press weight, like, bar. <laughs> and they, the barbell fell off. Well, it was crazy. Like, the stuff. And you could tell it was just someone was filming while they were doing hilarious stuff that wasn't scripted. And so that's kind of where I got the idea from. And the other idea is, like, tour, tour footage from... Uh, probably like Mac Miller, honestly, like his tour videos. Uh, I used to watch those growing up, like just try like dreaming of being on tour one day. And just the, the day to, like you said, the day to day lifestyle of like, like showing people what I do on a day to day basis. Like we're slowly learning, like we do have an interesting life in yeah. comparison. Like, oh, we, like we may, <laughs> we may, we may hate it and talk shit about it like a lot. Cause it gets repetitive and like, we want this shit to blow already. But like, I mean, I, I, people, people are interested, you know? Uh, and so I just kind of wanted to document that. I think that's a very good idea. Like documentation, a lot of people overlook that, you know, and you can't go back in time. Like, Oh, I wish I recorded all this footage like before we blew up. Cause then once you blow up, then you have all that footage ready to show all the people, all that grind that you guys put in. Yeah, for sure. And that's the biggest thing. Well, just, I mean, I, well, well, I want to include you still since you're just all the way down there at Fort Myers and we're <laughs> having a good time in Orlando, Rob. Um, you, you you really appreciate the uh, the documentation side of it. So yeah, the- yeah, that's that's my that's my whole style right there. Just capturing everyday moments and just having that camera on and just recording what's happening right in front of me. That's kind of what I like to do. So. So did you guys, um, actually, I, I want to get it back to the creative side, mainly towards you, Drex. Um, you have a video that just came out. Well, we're recording this on a Wednesday. You have a video coming out on a Friday, yeah. which is in two days. Um, this is coming out on a Sunday. So whenever everyone listens to it, they're going to be able to see the video for Monday morning. That yeah. has gotten a lot of good feedback. Yeah, Monday morning. Um has definitely gotten the best response of any track I've put out. Uh, even performing it live a few weeks back, um, it's the first song I've performed, and I've heard fans, you know, singing it back. And like literally, like when I went to do the first hook, I like before I even could get words out, I heard people singing it. And like I didn't like I didn't have to sing it, you know. Yeah, you can <laughs> just, it, just it stand was, there and watch it. It, it gave me chills, man. It shook me up because like like. Music, the music I make normally like it's it's hard for people to learn. I normally rap very sporadically. I, my my rap cadence is is quicker. Uh, as of now, you know it's developing. But like it was kind of the first song I've just put out that I, I, I really saw people connecting with on a, a bigger level, just because I feel like they could understand it more. And uh, yeah, so we we have the video coming out for it this Friday, and I'm I, I'm really excited to see what it can do. I think. Uh, yeah. I, How'd you, how'd you take, I, I mean, I, I've watched the video, Robert, and everyone listening, I've, I've seen the video, it's something super different, like, what, what got you to the point where you're having all these crazy images behind you, and you're, and you're sitting there in a so, blank space, like, what happened? So, we actually, we went to the beach, my homie, my homie's got a beach condo, a uh, beach house, actually, and uh, we, <laughs> it was just me and a bunch of friends, we ended up going to the beach, uh, shooting a video, and it was just all of us having a good time in the house. We went down uh, Flagler at NSB, 
on the golf cart and was driving it. And we we had we did have this concept. Of, uh, the song is about like loss, like relationally and uh, like like uh, like relationally as far as like a um, like like me and a girl, you know, like a and, breakup. Yeah, and then also relationally as far as like me uh, and like a, like somebody close to me, you know. Uh, that's you know not. It's it's not me and a girl, but it's still you know me it, me and a it's it's my brother actually uh, what who it's about and it's like it's kind of subliminal like two double meanings but at the same time I, I wanted to show like the disconnect as a as a whole um, in in both situations and so we we did a good we did a decent job portraying it I feel like in the first video that we came the first uh, draft we came up with but it was boring to me and me and Corbin my videographer both watched it back and we were like this isn't it this can't be it we we didn't want to waste the footage because the footage was great but we we both were like this is not unique we've shot like because right now i have four or five videos pretty close to edited and finished and it wasn't even in the top you know it was probably the worst one we had done and in my opinion it's my best song and best reaction i've put out so far you care about it yeah yeah. it seems like from your explanation of this for for being for someone that seems like it's it's your brother and someone you make music for and everyone else that listens to it if you're going to make a creative song and a creative video like you want to make it right like what yeah. what kind of i just kind of made I, you make music what, what made you get into that mindset because it seems like again I've, I've talked to you probably twice yeah. um and the the ability for you to make music to express yourself whatever it is um you know, how do you, how do you kind of get that out? Cause it back to the, you know, what started with the video for this question was this, you said this wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. So the, the video wasn't what we, it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was as simple as it was boring to watch to me. I, I would not watch it and become a fan of myself. And that's normally how I look. That's the scope I, I, I use to, to judge my own content. And so, uh, we didn't want to waste the content, so we were like, let's come up with an, another idea where I, I kind of came up with the idea of me and Joe going out to Colorado because we, we hadn't left for Colorado yet. I was said in Colorado we were going to find a TV and then bring the TV around, like someone on the side of the road giving away a TV. You know, you see them all the time. Just find one of those and then bring the TV different like spots wherever we go and then just record me rapping on the blank TV and then replace the blank TV with like shots that we shot at the beach and that was the original idea and that might have been cool too but what we ended up coming up with is putting putting me in a dark room and me basically getting plugged into a computer and then you see all these these memories of you know this girl and and this idea of you know what once was and then at the at the end you see you know the, the disconnect and yeah that was that was kind of how the whole concept the, of the video came together being plugged in and just getting it's it's a very i mean you've heard you've heard the song right rob you heard much yeah, more yeah of course of course i multiple times it's i mean it's it's one of those things where every single time it comes on it's just it that that's the biggest thing about your music that's why i want you to have to be the first rapper that comes on our podcast the first songwriter the first singer the first anyone that makes their own music and their own beats i mean you don't make your own beats but you you take a vision you have and put it into songs and, and visuals at the same time um which is crazy because i haven't really met anyone before i met you that did that you're a lot of people that you see these days that make music are trying to be super hype 
trying to get everything out in under two minutes. And, you know, like you, for your creative process, like, oh, and a lot of, a lot of your songs go closer to three, you know, like for anyone that doesn't really follow music that much, that's kind of big. It's hard to get anything into three minutes these days. That's kind of ironic because Monday morning is exactly two minutes. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> no way. That was a debate we had. Uh, everyone, everyone around me told me I should have had a second verse to Monday morning. I, like there was no one but that said it. But you only had two short. hooks. Yeah, it was it was a hook, a verse, and a hook, and everyone said because it was only it was two minutes. It was ba- like before we made the intro longer. It was like un- it was a minute something. Yeah, and so like we everyone was like that's too short for a song, and they wanted me to write a second verse. I just I didn't feel the same way anymore. So there was there was I didn't I didn't it wouldn't have been right to me. Like the song was what it was, and the feeling was there. I didn't want to push it. So that's why it ended up being two minutes but like you say yeah like a lot of my music is longer but the other the other thing that was let me wrap my head around putting out a song that was two minutes uh was just attention spans people's people's attention spans are not that great these days Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and it's my attention span's not that great like it's just the amount of instant gratification that's out there is is ridiculous so yeah you you got as a as someone who's trying to like my, like someone like myself who's trying to just get them not even a message across just get anyone to give a fuck you know like yeah. get someone to care like i feel like i have to play to that you know and yeah. and i i didn't do it intentionally obviously i didn't set out to make a two-minute song yeah but, you're serious. i'm just gonna put out yeah. something i want to do yeah it let me live with the fact that it was a two-minute song yeah because growing up if i heard a two-minute song like I would you're, like, like, this isn't, you're, you're put out four and a half yeah, minutes I would, I would be like what is what is this is a snippet like <laughs> Do you um, So when you start thinking of a song Do you write the lyrics first Do you get the beat and then think of it Like what? What's your mindset it's, it's, about, about making something It's always different It, it just depends uh, I, I talked about this Every every song I put out now I, I try to put out an explanation behind the song Like how people do a, For album art they do an album art in the track list uh, I, I like how aesthetically pleasing like the two covers looks. So it kind of led me to do the cover and then an explanation, which as kind of a like an art piece as well, kind of like a track list would look, but as an explanation of the song. And uh, I kind of explained a little bit like, I think, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain explain it. Like, the, I can't, I can't, I can't sit down and tell myself I want to make a song, or sit down and tell myself I want to create something anymore. Um, I, it just, it just comes to me, and I think, like, like especially struggling with writer's block more and more as I've gone on, uh, and having it happen, having it occur more consistently. I, I think in those moments where I do feel inspiration and do feel like creating, I don't, I don't neglect them. I don't take them for, I don't take, uh, take them for granted. Uh, and I, I, w- I want to capitalize on them. So I, it, Monday morning came about. I was on top of a I was on top of a uh, apartment building on a, on a it was like a pool, and the sun was setting, and it was me and my me and my homie Diab, and we were just chilling, and I was just listening to music. Uh, I was on SoundCloud. I ended up going on uh, going on my 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 producer's SoundCloud, just listening to some of the beats I had never heard by him. And there was just this really short one minute beat that I had never heard and it really caught my attention and it ended up being the Monday morning beat. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I sat there and I wrote, I wrote Monday morning in like five minutes. Yeah. Like I, I, right away in, in the song, you can hear in the beat, the, the melody, it's the melody of the hook is 
somewhat in the song already. Yeah. To a degree, it's kind of like two, yeah, three, yeah, and just the na 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 yeah, like you can kind of you can kind of hear it. The the melody's kind of already in there, so that that was kind of really easy for me to create because I love when songs have two like layered melodies, and so I did the hook with like no time, and then I just I wrote a verse of how I was just how I was feeling. Yeah, and so. That, that all that to say I just I don't feel like you can force yourself to create and you you can but I don't think your best you don't get your best results all my best songs have happened in probably under 20 minutes wow so what about your project what about I've, I've put out, came out? I've, I don't want to talk about that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a full nah, piece no no I put I put out two projects I, I I hate them both I always hate my past work and I'm, I probably will always be like that um I have a lot actually improved too quickly. I'm ashamed of my best shit, dirty and I'm smarter than Alicia. <laughs> like that. Oh, like, oh, like he's starting to spit. No, that, I love, I love it. Like shit like that occurred. That was, that's actually part of the swear freestyle we're talking about. Okay, but uh, no, that's real. Like I literally feel like I, I feel like it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like I don't, I don't like my older music for the most part because I feel like I'm improving quickly. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, like that's just the biggest thing is just getting getting creative and figuring out. I mean, with Joss, with uh, you guys started last call. Yes. Um, yes, yes. You yes. know what was? It's it's something that one I don't know I know nothing about when anything about call, fashion. I don't I I, I kind of understand last call, but I want you to explain it. But first off, I know nothing about clothing. I know nothing about fashion. Robert, I don't know if you know anything about clothes or streetwear or anything either. Not too much. Yeah, I mean, we're just we're just geeks with cameras. That's all. <laughs> and like, I enjoy talking to people and I yeah. enjoy meeting people, which is the purpose of the podcast, yeah. of course, which is why we have you guys on. But um, you know, like getting into that creative mindset, like what got you guys to do last call? <laughs> so how it originally started. Um, this was about. A year ago, when me and him and two other homies, Diab, he mentioned that. Diab and my producer, and Michael, Diab. who made the Monday morning. We were all living together. And um, first time living outside my parents' house. Um, first time just being away, uh, far like further away from my parents for like seven months. Um, <clears throat> I really had to depend on myself. You know, my friends couldn't pay my bills. I had to pay my own bills. Uh, I was a, I'm still a landscaper. I was landscaping at the time when I was living with them and I was broke and they got me into rap, which led me into the culture of rap, which led me into the fashion of rap, which led me into finding new clothing items that I thought were sick as hell. Mm -hmm. So by that point, I knew a lot about clothes and designing um, and I was broke. And you're like, let's make something happen. <laughs> I have to make something happen to you know, keep my head above water at this point, you know? So I, I want to interrupt just because I don't, I think, I, I don't, I don't think it had anything to do with the uh, money. Money, I don't think it had anything to do with no. the conception. Yeah, I, I was about to say that it didn't <laughs> have anything to do with that. I okay. was just broke and I wanted on correlate the relationship on why like I even stepped think like I even thought about it just a little but like yeah. the main reason why last call the thing is for me to express myself yeah you know that's why I started it in the beginning like I was very very depressed I wanted um to do something and I'm not good at sports I'm not good at anything else like 
I have very slow reflexes, but you have a powerful brain. You can think. I, you you want to say, you can, well, I just have a lot of thoughts. Joseph, seen, I mean, Joseph, I've seen what you Joseph can do. the definition of a harness. Yeah. No, no, nah, nah, like for real, for real. Like, like, jo- <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> no, like, like, realistically, <laughs> say, say, realistically say. like, don't, like, I'm, I, it's kind of weird saying this because, like, he's right next to me, but, like, Joseph don't give a fuck. Like, he don't care if you like his shit. Yeah. He don't, he don't care. He don't care. It not. He just don't care. You like. He don't care if anyone like. It. Yeah. Like you don't. And he, bro. Like <laughs> you don't create for like I creation sake. Like we were yeah. talking. Like I did it too. sporadic, bro. Like this, this, it's, it's real. Like I said, I was very sad, and I did it to literally put my thoughts out. Like I, like how some people rap. Some people take pictures. I was taking pictures too, but like I needed another outlet mm-hmm. as, as I felt because I was when I take pictures, I like traveling and I was literally stuck there. I couldn't travel, I couldn't go anywhere. So I had to find a different outlet that made me happy. So by that case, I just started painting on clothes and somehow it felt right. So I just kept doing it and I kept doing it. And then one day we went to Tampa, me, him, all our homies that were, were that was in the house. We went to Tampa, we crashed out at his grandma's for a couple of days, and he gave me the idea to actually, like, run this, like, brand, make a brand out of this. So, a couple of days went by, I actually came up with the idea of Last Call the Name. Um, honestly, to be totally honest, I don't remember the, the essence of how the name started, but I guess if I were to look back, it was, you know, just don't give up. You know, it's, last it's the last call. Yeah. You know, you, you can't give up. You yeah. got to keep going. You know, your passions drive, you know, the rest of your life. If you fuck something up, like, doesn't doesn't fuck you up in general. Like, it just, that's just another step to your goal, you know? Depression's not, um, it's not a bad thing. It's just another step to your goal. You got to go through it, <laughs> you know? And realizing that, you know, that's why last call is last call. It's, it's it's how I feel every day. Yeah, you know, it's how I express myself when I'm happier, when I'm sad, and when I'm with somebody. Yeah, for, and for everyone who's listening who doesn't know, last call is uh, it's it's our brand. Uh, it's a we do a lot of clothing. Everything's like a custom, handmade, one of one piece. Uh, it started out like just us doing it for fun. Joe's the creative behind it, painting on things, patching things, stitching, whatever it is, distressing, anything like coming up, like, like studying, just studying ideas, seeing things we like, trying to make our own, all that. Um, and, and yeah, we started, I, I recognize Joe's doing it. Joe's did a pop-up on his own through a uh, homie of his that kind of, was interested in the stuff and uh I, I didn't even know if it sold well or not um but right right when he told me he 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 did it and sold stuff like and that was the idea i was i and and i knew i, I never like to throw ideas on on just like especially creatively but like once i under once i understood like it was it was an option like i i, I we had to run with it like yeah. it, it's it's too unique you know it's yeah. too and like I said, it's too real. Like people connect with it just as much as they connect with my music. I feel like, and it's all, it's all part of it. You know, to be successful in any industry, you need a team and you need, you need, you need branding. And last call is just as much a part of me as Drex Carter. Besides all that, like, you know, you need friends. 
You know, you need good people around you. Mm-hmm. You know, you need good ideas, good souls to understand what you want and to to put out the ideas that that you want to put out. And that's what we have. Drex, me, Diab, um, our homie uh, producer Michael, um, Iggy, his engineer, like his videographer Corbin. There were all good homies. So you guys just made your own your own home base. I mean, but it wasn't even like we set out to like. We didn't. Let's make a like. Yeah, it literally just happened. It was just like the way I see it is I was making music. Yeah, and I needed like I didn't need it like I recognized oh Joe takes photos oh let's go do let's go shoot oh okay cool people like when I have good photos on my Instagram for people to see I need photos for cover arts and stuff all right cool. Just, and then we just were homies and every time I needed it and that's the person that's I would go guy. to you know yeah. like yeah. and then from there it was like oh I need I need to really stop using YouTube <laughs> to mp3 beats like <laughs> yeah, alright let me find let me find how to cause I, I'm I've yet to take the step and really really learn production and like I, you know, Michael and Iggy, like they've been the ones to create that sound that I've, and I, I, I'm, I w- I'm hundred percent involved in that process, I would say, but they're the ones who create that. And so, you know, that was just same, same idea. It was just, it was part of it. Iggy's also my engineer and does all my mixing cup mastering engineer, met, met him at studio 18, uh, where me, where I first started recording, um, with Iggy and like, it just, you know, it just shit came together on that end, you know? And yeah. then, Probably a year ago, my uh, old basketball coach's son's friend, uh, <laughs> like, or my old basketball coach's son, messages me and he's like, "Hey, uh, my friend does videography. He'd love to meet you." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." We had, he ended up coming to the studio. We had a talk. I could tell he just he cared about like. Are you talking about Corbin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's oh up. shit! That's I didn't up. even know that was yeah, the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he came. He came through the studio, and uh, we just had a conversation for like probably thirty minutes. And not once did like he mention like, oh, I'm, this is my goal with, this is where I want to take this, and this is where I or not even that. Like he he didn't meant it, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be any uh, like anything. Uh, he wasn't talking about future actions. He was talking about actions. I mean, he, bro, he was just, ta- we, we were both on the same page of why we cared, that we cared about it and why we cared about it. And like, yeah. to me, that's everything. Like, to me, I don't, I don't, I don't make music because it's cool. Like, I, I hate the fact that music's why, cool, looked at as cool. You know, like, yeah, you're like, everyone's doing it now. Like, I hate it. Yeah. Like, I don't like that people think, like, it's fun. Like, it's, there's times it's not fun. Like, there's times I don't. There's times I don't like the idea of everyone um, being interested in what I'm doing. You know, like I, I don't want, you know, I, no, no human being wants that attention all the time. Yeah. And like garnering, garnering that attention, you know, will wear you down. And like, I, I mean, I probably sound egotistical, but it's just how I honestly feel. Like I haven't seen shit yet. Like this, I haven't, I'm nothing, man. Like if, if you put me in the scope of other artists, I have not, I haven't even started. And so it's like, if I, if I start to feel that way now and, and I surround myself with people who I don't feel like feel the same way, it'll just all come crashing down after that. So that's kind of the birth of the, the team as a whole, I guess. Just starting from nothing and meeting everyone and trying to make something happen. Yeah. And just you know, just doing it for fun. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly. Thanks. You don't do and- 
why the fuck do you do anything? Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, the, the craziest thing is, I mean, just seeing the similarities between, well, one, you and me, like, from the first time we hung out, like, you don't, I don't think you know anything about the first time we chilled, uh, Joss. No. So I met Drex, and I was like, cool, man, let's shoot, shot, shot downtown same, for a little bit. Same how we probably ended up together. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> hung, out, hung out for maybe two, three hours, and, yeah. and like, we're just talking about music, we're talking, like, hell, what do you think about this guy, what do you think about this, like, yeah. how do you think of his style? Yeah. And I was like, yo, why is... You know, what's with Artesia? Like, I kind of oh, like yeah. the song. And he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, that's a street that was in my neighborhood. And I was like, yeah, you're, are you from Winter Springs? Like, I know, I know the, I know that area. I grew yeah. up there, you know? Yeah. And so we oh, found, yeah, yeah. We, we found, found out. We, we grew, from, grew up in the same area. Same area, like two yeah. blocks from each other. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Finally, like, I'm three years older than him, but still, like, it's. He plays crazy out. We played football against each other. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> like crazy yeah. things we never would have thought. I went to, I went to, yeah, yeah I forget what it was. My freshman year was your senior. You're right? at Orangewood, right? Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Freshman yeah. Year was your senior. Yeah, he's at Orangewood. I was playing at Trinity. I went there for yeah. like half a year. <laughs> yeah, and then we went. Before to I got kicked out. Oh my God, Robert! He went to Florida Gulf Coast. Like, what? Really? Yeah, for a semester. Wait, you guys before <laughs> I got before I left. Yeah. There. <laughs> we both graduated from the Rupertarian Brothers. That's crazy. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Small world, man. I was listening to your last podcast, and uh, I was you were talking about the entrepreneurship program. That's all I went. That's all I went there for. Actually, I, I knew I knew I was going to only go to school for one semester. I love I love school like for knowledge sake. I love learning. I love you know getting new ideas and shit. I just I I, I hate the idea of being stuck in a place for four years and not working on what I really want to work on. So uh, school wasn't for me by any means, but yeah, I, 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 I took classes based upon what I wanted to learn, not what was going to benefit me career wise. And yeah, I, I, I was in the entrepreneurship program. But... That's awesome, man. That's very cool. What did you, uh, what'd you end up going to school for? So I actually went for biology and that's how I ended up being a teacher. But then I was like, uh, kind of like you, I didn't want to be in a spa for that long. Yeah. And that's kind of, uh, it started motivating me to motivate my students to be their own bosses. I actually started my job, like my side hustle selling coconuts at the beach, which is crazy. I know. So we just started selling coconuts and then we started making videos and my girlfriend started doing photography and that's kind of where we're at. And then we're like, all right, uh, I can always be a teacher later on. Exactly. So that's, that's uh, fail early. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, I got to go in all, all in right now and see what, what, where life takes us, you know? Yeah. Man. But Drax, I do have one question, man. It's been bothering me since the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. What's up? All right. So, um, I saw this video that you had on Instagram where you're on stage with Travis Scott. What? I, I saw this video that you had on Instagram where you're on stage with Travis Scott. Oh, uh, yeah. What the heck is going on there, bro? So <laughs> Travis signed me to a ghostwriting deal about three years, <laughs> about three years ago. And yeah, he just invited me out on stage, you know, and I stage danced. <laughs> what actually happened? Because I know the actual story. <laughs> uh, long story short, we we sneak into a lot of festivals just for the hell of it, <laughs> for fun. Uh, music festivals are like my favorite thing to go to. Uh, and rock music festival, any festival. No, I don't. I don't care what the genre. Where was is. the stage? Where's the stage dive at? Uh, it was at Rare Orlando, actually. Okay. And so we showed up to Rare. It was me and was it Diab? Yeah, me and Diab. 
Uh, we went, and then we linked with my homie Felix and Gabby and uh, Marco. Uh, and me, we all ended up getting split up. Uh, and then Diab and O-Town uh, ended up being in the crowd for Travis. I ended up going backstage because uh, my homie Dylan, who does, like, uh, PR work and A&R work for a lot of artists, uh, he just ended up being backstage and saying, yo, where are you at? And I just I hopped the fence and got backstage. So you snuck into a festival and stuck <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so then, <laughs> then I linked with him, and the artist he was working with had a, his, his tent right next to Smoke Perp, and apparently him oh. – they they were just chilling with smoke perp and so long story short he's like oh yeah like we're literally walking into his tent and like right right before we go in he looks at me he's like oh yeah by the way this is smoke perps like booth so i was like oh okay cool <laughs> so we end up walking in there and it's like perp and like all his homies and shit and uh so we're chilling there for like two hours and uh then uh they get a call his security guard gets a call and it was like travis just got there because he was the headliner for rare and uh they were like hey travis wants to meet you to uh, or travis wants to see you to perk because he just got signed to uh cactus jack at that time and so we all walked over to travis scott's trailer uh only him and only Travis and Smoke Perp went in. They were having a conversation for probably like 30 minutes. We were all outside just hanging out. And then Travis came out and started the show. So we were all backstage right by the trailers watching the show uh, when Travis went on. Uh, Perp was going to go perform uh, Fingers Blue with him that, that night. So that was how I ended up. <laughs> that was how I ended up, like. Uh, just being backstage in general. And so I'd already tried to run on stage before at a Travis Scott show at, uh, where was it? At Rolling Loud, the first year I went. Uh, I tried to run on loud, like at Rolling Loud earlier that year, and I got tackled by security. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I had told everyone, like, I'm running on st- The reason I went to Rare was to run on stage. I was like, I'm doing it. And so uh, so I was just backstage and saw the perfect time. They, they had this, the backstage lined up with security, too, to make sure no one went on that wasn't supposed to. But there was uh, this part during Butterfly Effect where all the fire went off and the security guards turned around to watch it because it looked really cool. And I just ran on, hit one of the security guards with a swim move, and then <laughs> was on stage in front of 20,000 with Travis Scott. <laughs> and so uh, so I was, I was like, jumping and shit. And then I looked to my left and just mid, mid like, celebrating that I made it, I'm getting laid out by a security, the same security guard that I punched in the face is just laying me out. And uh, it was hilarious. And then I just, it was all a blur to me because, you know, it's a music festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, so, I don't know what I'm doing. And and so, I'm, in, I'm on stage. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so I got tackled. I'm really confused at this point. I'm looking around and then I, I hear everything stop. The whole show stops. And I'm, it's like, it's like a dream to me. Cause like, I'm just like, I really don't think it's real still. Like I'm on stage and the show stopped. Like everyone's looking at me like what's going on. <laughs> so, so I just feel somebody picking me up and uh, it was like a whole scuffle. Like people were pushing each other and shit right near me. And like, cause I know, I know Travis like loves like when people do that normally. And so I feel somebody picking me up and I look and it was Travis and he was picking me up and I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then uh, he on the mic, he goes, no, 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 fuck that, fuck that. I'll show you how we deal with people like this. And I was like, no, bro, I fucked up. Like, how did I find a way to piss Travis Scott off by running on his stage? Like, I thought he loved this shit. And then, you're uh, like, I'm done. Yeah, I was like, I'm, yeah, I was like, I'm about to get embarrassed in front of all these people. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, anyway, off, then off the mic, he looks at me and he goes, yo, you got this? And I was like, oh, all right. Like, I told him, I'm like, you the reason I make music, bro. Like, let's get it. 
And so then he goes, DJ, drop that shit. There's a video you can go see. And then, you know, he dropped the beat. Butterfly Effect came back on, counted down, and I just fucking ran off and stage died. Stage dove. I'm, put, I'm putting that in the show notes, that video. Yeah, that shit, yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> But uh, I, I actually, fun, funny thing too, I ended up jumping, when I jumped off, I jumped off feet first. And uh, it was like, the, it was the longest jump. Like I thought there was no way I'm, like some kid right before me had busted ass trying to do it. Literally like probably broke his head open. Like shit was crazy. But uh, I was I was thinking there's no way I make it, but there was also no way I wasn't jumping off. So I jumped off, barely made it. Kick, I ended up kicking this dude in the face and he got so mad at me, like, it was, was bro. It turns out the, the dude I kicked in the face was one of the security guards at at back at Soundbar. Oh, and my homie Nelson, like the a kid, uh, somebody I know, and like I was all security I was guard all, here in Orlando. Yes, when I knew from Orlando was the dude I kicked in the face jumping off Travis Scott. <laughs> we didn't, hey, we didn't find that out until probably like three weeks ago at the show I just had. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were he was, I, we were backstage just chilling before the show. And I, I heard uh, they were all talking and he was like, yeah, when I was at Rare Orlando, I was having a great time till some dickhead kicked me in the face. And I was like, <laughs> wait, 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 back up. What'd you say? He was like, yeah, some, some asshole kicked me in the face. He was running off the stage on Travis Scott. I was like, bro, that was me. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, you said in that entire explanation of how you decided to go backstage and sneak into multiple music festivals, and allegedly off, allegedly which is what you said and jump off stage and kick people in the face you said travis scott was the reason why you make music yeah for sure so like why what was there anything before that like what originally got you into rapping and writing because i know you yeah. you haven't been doing it for a year or two like you've been doing oh it for no a yeah while. i've made music since i was like 14 15 so so what made that start because when you were 14 15 i don't think travis scott was really on the scene yet right um he was producing for i didn't i didn't find i didn't find travis until later on but Tra- travis the reason i want to make music like what got me into rapping like i i got into i, I used to be like i used to think i wanted to be like a writer Actually, originally, like when I was a jit, like all I wanted to do was sing. To be honest, I thought I was going to be a country singer. Uh, wow. <laughs> I swear, that's all. Like my parents played God up. I just wanted to be a singer, like a rock star on stage, and like that's what I thought it would be. But then, you know, obviously, I can't sing, so uh, yeah. I, I I was I quickly gave up on that, trying to find something more realistic. I was really good at writing, and so that kind of transitioned into. Uh, I, Eminem was probably the first like real hip hop artist I ended up listening to, and just to this day I still think he's like the goat as far as writing and just the, like wordplay and everything. That's what got me writing. Uh, I wrote the corniest you know punchlines and try to be like long, use the biggest words possible to sound good. Like yeah. that was my start. And then how how sophisticated can I sound? Exactly. And then from from there it was kind of like probably took two years till I finally went to the studio for the first time. And me and my homie, me and my homie James, uh, we went to the studio when we were like, we were probably 15, 16. We thought we were the shit, bro. We thought we were next up. And bro, we went to the studio and we were trash, bro. Like we were so bad. Like literally he went in the booth for like five minutes, walked out, didn't want to do it ever. Like never wanted to do it. I I walked it like, bro, I was trying to rap. Like we, I ended up recording like two songs there. They were terrible. I was, so, bro, I was so embarrassed. I was like, "This is terrible. Like, I'm, 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 I'm not meant for this." And then the dude at the studio was at Real Feel, actually, which is still in Orlando. Uh, 
he, he ended up giving me some good advice. He told me, uh, he told me, look, you obviously like have a passion for it. You're, you're not bad. You know, like you're, you're really, really young. Uh, you just started. Um, if you really want to do this, if you really care about it, go home, buy yourself some equipment and just practice. And that's what I did. I went home, uh, <laughs> found a way to get some studio equipment from uh, guitar center. Found a way. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> And then yeah, I just worked on it. Me and me and me and my homie would get really drunk, like, and just record shit that was terrible. I probably still have it on my hard drive. And then from there, it transitioned into me understanding like anyone can rap, man. I genuinely believe anyone can rap. Wait, like, any, stop any, there. Any, I cannot rap. You could. You're like I, I don't. I don't care what anyone no says. No way in the universe that I can ever rap. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone, just putting that out there. Yeah. Anyone, can. anyone can rap for real. Like anyone can write some shit that's good and have bars and it'd be like cool in the right setting and whatnot. Not a whole lot of people can make music and like captivate your attention and just captivate you emotionally. So when I first heard Kanye uh, was in like middle school, probably that was the first taste of like like what music meant to me. And then when I heard Tra- when I heard Travis, when I first listened listen to Travis and heard, I don't even know what song it was. It was probably from like days before radio, radio or like, I don't even remember. Like, I, I, I just, it was so weird to me, but it got my attention and it like, it made me, it made me understand that like, all right, like Travis hadn't popped yet on a larger scale, I don't feel like, but he, he was doing things sonically that like, wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be considered like acceptable in mainstream hip hop. Yeah, but he was signed to good music, so it didn't make sense to me. Like I was like, it, if you're signed to good music, in my opinion, you, you're doing something right creatively. Yeah, at that age, especially. Yeah, and so I, I, I he was the biggest influence of me just wanting to make music, mm-hmm. and him and him and probably John Bellion. Like those are the two people I look up mm-hmm. to as far as like knowing how to make a song, like mm-hmm. getting people's attention. And you started, I mean, you started making music and you, you a lot, uh, <laughs> probably the biggest verse that I've heard was you saying like, we grew up on sidewalks, fucking bike lanes and hot tops. Bike lanes and hot tops, high tops. And then you keep rapping about how, when you were I said, no, I said high talks. High talks? <laughs> yeah, like okay. bike lanes and high talks, high stakes at age 12, that ship was sailed, you jumped off or maybe not. It was that that whole song is about actually my homie James who like we used to rap together like religiously bro like we thought we were gonna be famous like together blow up like age twelve like for real for real like yeah. we thought we were gonna do it we would go to like we would go bro I swear to God we would go to like these fucking bro this is so whack we would go to like like this like empty stages at like we would sneak into like the church literally like this church near my house we would sneak in because they had a stage and Is like Vito? yeah the one across the street from my crib my parents <laughs> actually but we would sneak in there on go on the stage and rap like we were rapping in front of people it was so fucking right bro but like it was it was like we we swore we were gonna do it so that that song is about kind of is like that was the first song i ever put out actually and it was it was like, am I, maybe, is this even what I'm supposed to be doing? So it was like, high stakes at age 12, that ship is sailed, you jumped off, because he stopped making music. And then I was like, or maybe not, maybe I, maybe I just missed the mark, it's all talk. You know, like, it's all hype. Maybe I had fabricated fantasies that's too dark. Like, shit, I couldn't reach. Maybe I should move on. Maybe shouldn't make songs. Maybe take that winding road to picket fence and futons. Maybe take that million that we dreamed about and throw it out. But maybe it's gonna be shit up when you live ahead up in the clouds. So I was like, yeah, like I, that was kind of like the definition of like what I what I 
what I stood for from the beginning and kind of what has evolved to now is just like be yourself and do whatever you want. Cause at the end of the day, like that's all you got. You're going to, everyone's going to have regrets in life, no matter what they do, but you're going to have bigger regrets if you don't chase what you really want. Really? Amen. I can't even, I can't even run off that. That was the biggest thing. That was the hardest rant, which I told you guys, I want you to do. I want you guys to one, this is the purpose of the podcast is getting a great conversation started. And I want to thank you guys just opening up both you and Joss Drex, um, being able to, to share your experiences and, and the trip and the creative experience, because that's the biggest thing is between me and Robert both is we're both trying to create our own brands. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it seems like both of you have a very good understanding of what you want to do. <clears throat> what you want to represent and you're like look if I don't want to if for you you're like I don't want to make music right now I'm not going to make music yeah. and for Joss he was like I want to start something brand new yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that you know mm-hmm. you guys are both how old are you Joss? 20 20 yeah you both are 20 years old 35 <laughs> you both are 20 20 going on 35 yeah you know like I'm and again like you guys have such a strong understanding for figuring it out like Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no you understand what you want to figure out you might not have it yet (laughs) kind of i mean you say you say no but at the same time you're you're like you you're both two years younger than me four years younger than robert okay and you're you already have that mindset you guys are already trying to you're already on the path we're all in the same on the Mm -hmm. same direction yes will you agree over there yeah 100 percent. i mean and on top of that, you guys have something that a lot of people don't have, which is patience. Um, you guys are just sticking to your work and you know, like, you're just doing what you love, but you're not getting upset that the big moment hasn't come yet. Like You guys are just grinding and grinding. You'd be surprised, man. <laughs> You'd be surprised at the days like, bro, it gets bad. Like, yo, like, why is, are we not You think we don't even think it? about giving up. Like, we definitely do. Bro. I never cross that line. But, like, when that's a nightly conversation. When, um, when I was in Colorado, we had a conversation, me and Drex, and I was telling him, like, yo, I, I really don't think I could keep going with last call and you know photography in florida in general um and because i'm a very very difficult person for myself to even to understand at points like i i'm never happy all the time so like i can't stay in the same place and be happy you know so like being here this is not my happiness and I have completely lost what I am trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. I just lost it. Just talking about being creative and, and figuring out your own path and, you know, try, trying to get on, like, you don't like staying in one spot. You're saying, you know, you're just like, oh, I, yeah. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, I was going to give up on on that, all that. And that's like, what started last call probably, right? You, you, no, no, no. He's saying, like, in Colorado. Yeah, when, okay. we, when we were in, in Colorado, Colorado, I was going to just, I was deciding if I should give this up or if I should not. And that was a really big call in my head. But, like, when we were at his homie's crib, Wyatt's, um, so we Wyatt, saw... Next pop star. Out in Colorado? Uh, out in Colorado. We uh, we met his roommates. They were really cool dudes, you know. They had jobs, just like Wyatt. And um, what I, when I would hang out with them, usually what they would be doing is just playing video games and, you know, just going to work. 
And I asked him when we were alone, I was like, yo, is this what normal people do? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> did they just go to work all day? No, yeah. Joe, Joe's, Joe's always asked me, like, yo, are we actually working hard? And like, I always be like, yeah, bro, like, I'll shrug it off, like, obviously. Because, like, <laughs> you know, like, I get it. But, like, yeah, when we were in Colorado, he was like, is this what people do all day? Because, like, they were just smoking and sitting in the Playing video games, and he was like, "Like they get home from work, and like they're not working on anything." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, bro, like, you'd be surprised." Bro. And then I realized, like, no, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that at all. I I want more. I want to feel more. And because of that, like, I accepted the fact that I just have to sacrifice. You know whatever I have to sacrifice to put out my passions and reach the higher level of success that I want. Awesome third eye shit. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's, I mean, that's just something that, I mean, both of you guys are just kind of severely opened up. I mean, this podcast has gotten amazing. Drex, yeah. you've got some amazing rants and I still want you to do it. But I, I'm, I'm, I kind of take the captain role sometimes. What does that mean? Um, I kind of steer you guys back to where I need you to talk. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I want to, for anyone that's in, uh, one, if you're listening and you want to start making music, or you're listening and you want to start doing. Drex says don't. <laughs> if you want to start making music, or if you're listening and you want to start doing visual, either photo or video, or just having fun documenting something through an image. Look at Cole Bennett. <laughs> How did you guys meet? How did you guys get on this crazy wavelength of just figuring each other out and going on some? Oh, cool I still stuff? don't understand. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know, I know it kind of started with, oh, I need some photos. No, oh. no, it started off we were. <laughs> We were in high school and we were both the only two kids skipping class. And like, <laughs> I would walking, I would be walking out of the school and I didn't, like, I'd have to walk somewhere because I didn't have a car. And Joseph would just be sitting there. I swear to God, like, we didn't know each other. We weren't I friends. I was just literally, like, like Joseph would literally, no friends. Joseph, I would just literally yeah. sit at this pole yeah, all Joseph, day at this. So I would see him. Time. Yeah, I swear, I would see Joseph at the same spot. We didn't know each other. Like, we didn't know each other oh, no, at just, all. We did, we kind of knew each we other. Had, we had a class, one class, like, three years yeah, before. Yeah, but, like, we never talked, like, yeah, or anything. We didn't talk, like, real homies. Like, yeah. we just knew each other. But, like, and, like back I, to that. I like, would just be, like, I literally want, like, I'll talk to anybody, like, yeah. some conversation. Sure. I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I was just, like, I was just, like, I would always walk out and I'd be, like, yo, you want to go grab something to eat? And he was, like... Yeah, fuck it. So, like, that's how we first, like, we would literally go to the mall, go get something to eat, and literally not say anything to each other. <laughs> like, I swear. Basically. Like, I would try to talk to Joseph. Joseph wouldn't say shit. Like, like I was very, very anti-social at senior year. Like, I, I just didn't care for people at all. So what made it, what made it click? Um, what, I, we, we, didn't, we didn't become homies till after high school. Yeah, um... Like I, I don't even sort know of became a photographer my senior year. I had to take a class to graduate, and I decided to do photography, and somehow I just liked it a lot. And then he really, really pushing his album Artesia at the moment, and um, somehow I guess we, I don't remember if it was like through somebody, like maybe it was through Michael, because I feel like no, no, we, I didn't know Michael. No, Michael Tumblin, who made your album car cover for Artesia. I don't think that's how we met, though, is it? I don't even know. I honestly feel like it was, because I feel like he was like, yo, you should meet Drex, whatever, whatever. Maybe it was. I don't know. And then 
you either hit me up on my social or I hit up you on your social and you were like one of us was like yo let's go take pictures because you needed pictures yeah, long, or something long, long story short we linked up somehow and yeah we just it was just consistency in what we were doing we recognized it. And oh, and by the way, the first pictures that I ever took of him were trash. Like they everyone's were, first pictures of all, everyone's <laughs> trash. First off, oh yeah, let's be real. Yeah, definitely, they were definitely trash. But like somehow, like he still, you know, was like, Yo, still says, this is dope. Like let's just keep doing it. And then he had a show one day, and he invited me out, so I went took pictures. That show was pretty cool. Um, got some nice photos, and then we just kept rocking with it. Like you know, we just kept vibing off each other and then figuring out like yo this is actually pretty cool like he told me what he wanted to do with his music I wanted I told him what I wanted to do in my photography and we just you know kept going and we moved into a house and then just grew from there so are you guys roommates yeah yeah as of right now yeah what's the uh I mean I've well Robert you live with Marissa right now right yeah Okay, so you live with someone else that also does something that they want to do in the same area that, you know, it's it's not like they work a normal day job, right? That's huge, I would say. Yeah, so, so we have actually two other roommates on top of that, so we're still in Coastal. Okay. So. No way, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm up in Coastal. <laughs> so, but, but you... <laughs> That's a small-ass world, bro. Oh, because, yeah, you've been in Fort Myers. I, bro, I went to Gulf Coast. Like. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I forgot you knew what Coastal is. Oh, bro, my uncle is near Coastal. Hey, there we go. <laughs> well, but, we're, at, we're actually going to be moving to Tampa, though. Yeah. So, that, other yeah. Side. That's crazy. What part of Tampa? Uh, Near downtown. Oh, wow. So. All right, so, but that's, that's kind of where I was trying to take it, is, like, you two just started living together recently, right? Yes. We've been oh, that, well, Robert and Marissa, you guys, I don't know if Marissa's there, but Robert, you and Marissa have been living together probably for the past two months, maybe. Mm, more like the past year. But you make your own lease, though. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like doing our own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For like the past two months. Yeah. So the past two months on your own lease. Um, I mean, like, yeah, when you have your own split places, you do whatever. Um, Drex, you and Joe have been trying to you know get together you guys just moved in together recently right mm, no no we, we were living together for like seven months from february last february to like august yeah it's probably like a year now uh, yeah just 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 me and joe sat like the art studio shit like it's probably been four months yeah three, but months. before you guys moved back in together right because you went to 55 yeah 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 that was, yeah, yeah. That was a we, we, me, him, Diab, and Michael lived together for like seven months, and then okay. we all split up. I lived back with my parents. He lived back with his parents, and then he kicked it out fifty five for a couple months, and then got kicked out. Shit happened. Oh yeah, so I got. I mean, first off, that's not relevant because that was someone that just didn't get their paperwork done. That yeah. screwed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Talk nothing on you. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid. It's not even worth a story. But yeah. yeah, that sucks. And then you kind of just start linking back up, right? Oh, we were always together. Like, yeah. we, we always kicked it out downtown Atlanta. I would always come through when the studio was free or, like, I was coming to get out of the trip. Yeah. And then he told me what happened, and I was like, yo, just, you know, come kick it at my place. I don't care. Because I got to... Uh, my parents bought a house right next to them, so I have this extra room, my studio, where I do all my designs and shit. 
And I was like, yo, like, literally just get a bed and you can stay here. Bro, that's I've seen your Instagram post for that studio. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I've I'm, seen the Instagram post for the studio. It's sick. Thank you. Thank it's you. Sick. I, I would, that's a good piece of advice I'd give to people is like, if you're really trying to do something, live live with people who are going to keep you accountable. Mm. When, how they want to like if you live with if you live with anybody who who knows what you're aspiring to do like it will keep you accountable oh yeah it's like you you know they you know they know you know you know if you lacking like they know you're lacking yeah like you can't just go home and sleep like you can't just go home and do nothing you can't spend all day but like you can't spend a day doing nothing like it don't work like that <laughs> that yeah i mean that kind of just and the, again, like that's the, the common thread is the four of us all kind of have the same niche story of meeting someone, figuring it out, and and kind of starting something new. Like Drex, you met me from the videos I did with Jay, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was, I mean, I was living with. I think so. Yeah, something like that. I never remember how many people. <laughs> I swear to God, it was it was one of those things where I was making a random documentary. Oh no, you DM me, you DM me. That's what it was. Because you started fucking with the music with, with the vibes, though. That's what it was. Because you were like, you started like seeing the stuff. Because I don't, I would never, I never reach out to people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like I think Instagram is a very, very, very computerized like process. Like there's an algorithm, people figured it out, and don't cheat them they, and, and they exploit the dummies. I'm not a dummy. Like, if I get a random message on Instagram, if you don't, if you haven't been, you know, like, I'm not big. I'm not, you know, I don't care. Yeah. But if people are always interacting with what I do, they comment, they like, whatever, yeah. that means they're invested. Yeah. If it's within the past five minutes and I get a message, whack. Mm. So something, something must so have triggered. you don't think there's underneath that there could be a genuine person? No, 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 no there is. if it was, like, quick. If, if it's super quick, if it's super quick, like oh, oh, anyone yeah, out there, yeah, exactly. You, you might have someone that likes to your pictures and sends you a DM on Instagram five minutes after they like to your yeah. pictures, and it's super generic and it looks like it's a paragraph and it's very well, you know, grammar. It's not like normal, normal life, but mm-hmm. normal. I, no, it's not normal, bro. Like you know how people talk, yeah. Especially when, so, especially when social media is so personalized yeah. now. You know, it's not. It's no one is ever original. Um, but I feel like after I was doing the documentary, which goes back to everyone living in a house together, mm-hmm. um, I was living with Jay, which is, he's an artist here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And that is how it happened. Yeah, you're, that's what it was. Cause, cause you, I saw your work with, I, I'm a big fan of his work. And, like, um, and you, this is what it was. It was, is when you saw he was working on Caskey. No, I've been on him, him and Caskey work. Like oh no! It was at Art Basel, I think. Yes, something in through Miami? Art Basel. Yes. Yeah, because remember the, sh- the the shit we went to at Art Basel? We were just walking down the street. We saw Caskey. And we yes. Were like, oh shit! Let's yeah, and there was a Maserati that was glassed out. Yeah, yes. yeah. We took photos of it and shit. Yes, that was with us. Yeah, he was, that's he how was he there. found out who I was. Were there? Yeah, yes, yeah. I was yeah, a videographer exactly. for the entire day. Yeah, that's what it was. I saw the, the recap video and I was like, yo, I was there. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's, what oh, that's what it was. Okay. And it was in my head. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what brought us all here. But 
going back to, to just staying with people that are in the same house and like I slept on Jay's hardwood floor. Yeah. I didn't have a bed. I didn't have an air mattress. I had a bedroll for a camping tent for two days. I slept on the hardwood for three weeks. Damn. I don't think I've ever had a bed. Bro. <laughs> I'm yeah, you're right. Fucking, I've had a bed when we were moved when we lived there. Oh, I had a mattress on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> we, had, we at least had a mattress. I was on a, I was uh, on a, I was hey, on a well, floor. Listen, I was bedroom. sleeping on the floor for seven months. Oh, yeah, just bro. Like just, this, like bro, this. Just, exactly like this. I used to be a very earthy person. I still <laughs> kind of am. Just chose to sleep on the floor. Yeah, don't I, get it. Yo, do you need a bed? Like, I can get you a bed. Like, so, I was like, nah, like, I, I'm good. I love the floor. And I just slept <laughs> on the floor for, like, the whole entire, the rest of the, the time we lived together. Yo, wow. But that was, I mean, that was just like the biggest thing was just like, and I think for all four of us was just like, that is when you start to, once you surround yourself with people that are other like-minded individuals, whether it's you want to, you want to show who he is as a rapper and you want to do his photos, you want to make a clothing line with someone that has the same mindset as you. And Robert, you want to have a, a fucking business with someone that is also your girlfriend, which is badass. Okay. <laughs> badass. And, and yeah, for me, it's just like, I want to make, I want to make the best thing possible for anyone that wants it. And yeah. someone that I don't know who they are, and I, I move into their house. Yeah. And that, that's kind of just like from the past hour or so that we've been recording is just like the biggest thing I've noticed is like, Drex, you're going to jump off the stage. You're going to, you're going to kick down a fence for a music festival jump off the stage, kick someone in the face. <laughs> like, J- Joss, you're going to go on some crazy road trip, spend all your money, paint a pair of jeans on the top of a Oh, also, I like to um, uh, hang off with stuff and get an adrenaline rush. Oh, bro. <laughs> Are you saying bro, you're going to hang I, off the mountain? Bro, no. Uh, bro, we went, we went, like, probably a year ago now, downtown uh, Orlando, and Joss was like, oh, you want to climb a crane? I'm deathly afraid of heights, but I love pushing that fear. And I like sneaking into shit, so obviously. So, like, there was, like, this construction site, and we had to hop a fence, and I was like, all right, I'm game. We literally just decided to do a hop the fence, ended up climbing this crane all the way up. Had to be, like, 40 stories, probably. Probably a little more. Yeah, it was tall as hell. Joe's climbed all the way up. I stopped climbing, like, once the building was, like, the building they were building wasn't there anymore. I was like, nah, I'm good. I got, I got nothing else to look at. Like, I'm good right here. And so I ended up, bro, he climbed all the way up and hung off that bit. Like, like, like I did hung, a dip. Yeah, he did like a dip on the crane. Like on the crane in the, one of the holes. That's where I want to die. die. Like, like, like 8,000 feet up. Right here. And I yeah. was just like, all right, let me just, like, he, all right, that's good. He would be famous if you recorded. Bro, we were in Colorado <laughs> and he hung off that bridge. Like, yeah. Like there was a bridge and he's just like leaning back off the bridge, thousand foot and drop. Like. We found this abandoned town oh, in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Literally an abandoned oh, town, bro. like 12, we found 15 houses abandoned with this like industrial um, warehouse that was there too. Bro, and I thought it was a cult, I swear. Man. It I was definitely a cult, man. Yeah, like, was. oh my God. We were a little high, but like still like we def- we knew people lived there. Like. <laughs> it so was a cult. It was a cult. At, at this industrial um building there is uh, like four floors and i think we went to all the way at the top and there was this broken oh, piece of uh, floor oh yeah he hung so on that shit too yeah. i i went inside the floor <laughs> and i hung off and i was just looking down and i was like yo like i don't know what it is but i, I like adrenaline I like i i love 
that's why I was skating today. I was skating through traffic. Like I literally was like cars were passing me by. I was literally in traffic. Yeah. The left car there was passed like just it's a risk. It's it, I you, love you, it. you like being in the moment is what it is. Yeah, I love it. And um so I hung off of that and then I hung off of this metal plate that was hanging outside the window. Really rusty, probably like thirty years old, you know. I hung off of that and um or no I didn't hang off. I stood on top of that. Yeah, that was crazy. Um hung off a bridge and then there's I hung off I didn't even tell you when you when all you guys left to the car, I, I hung off hear, underneath the bridge. Care. There was this pole. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I genuinely don't want to hear it. You almost died. <laughs> so, Joe's, your uh, advice to the viewers or to the listeners is to just hang off of stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> photography if you hang off shit. Yes. <laughs> like to push the limits. Is there, is there a certain... Is there a certain... I've seen only your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain uh, vibe you try to catch? Is there a certain mindset you go into when you're shooting? Um, well, what's what's your like? Because we t- kind of touched on the clothing process yeah. and your trip, you yeah. know. Because Drex kind of talked about his creative process too. Um, what is kind of like when you're going to do photos, not clothing, but photos? Because that's two yeah. different things, yeah, obviously, obviously. You know. So what's I mean? Like I've seen. I've I've seen your work for photos and like what what makes you want to be able to capture that very still life but storytelling aspect in one photo. Honestly, it's just experiencing it. I one thing I hate is Florida, and I will keep repeating myself because I hate Florida. Um, and that's not because of the people or anything. That's just because of the weather, and I've lived here for so long. And um, I like traveling, so when I travel. I bring my camera and I have bad memories, so I like to take photos. And when I envision myself taking a photo, it's the reason of just taking the photo. It's to remember. It's literally just to remember. Mm-hmm. But then as time grew on, like I had it involved into storytelling. So like when I take a photo in Philadelphia and it's on the Benjamin Franklin Bridge, it's because it's it's a nice uh, it's framed very well, but it's also because there's a story behind it. And the story is, it was like 30 degrees, fucking cold as fuck. I, all I had were my um, Adidas shoes. Um, no t-shirt? I had a t-shirt. I had a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah you wearing boxers? Like, What's going on, bro? <laughs> You, know, you got more than shoes on. Let's be real. You gotta stop lying on this podcast. You're gonna lose credibility. Anyways, I was, you know, I was dressed just for, shoes the, for the weather, <laughs> and I was on the side of the bridge. On the bridge, like I was at the top. There, like there was a sign that says you can't go on this bridge, but I was on there, and I did it because I like. We get it. Yeah. I like other other than the, the the realization of being risky. I just I love to indulge in moments. Mm-hmm. You know, I. So is that what takes you to your skills? Is that what makes you yes. like want to take moments, man? I enjoy as crazy as weird as as um, dumb as it sounds. I like the wind. I like the sand. I like the rocks. I like the trees. I like. You know, I like feeling the ground with my bare feet and I like experiencing things and that's my happiness. So part of that happiness is to take photos and that's why I do all that. And that's why I take pictures of 
um, landscapes because I, I very much enjoy looking at them and the colors that it brings and then the tones that I add on top or the tones that I t- com- take out completely. Sometimes I feel a very depressive way that I just have black and whites or sometimes I have a mood where I have no idea how I feel so I add a tone of like yellow um, color onto the black and white so now it's like a, vin- a vintage kind of feel. You know, and I always like to be able to tell stories. And yeah. when I hate like saying all this, that when I when I finish all this or whatever, I want to take photos for Nat Geo. Yeah, because I love traveling and I like being able to tell a story. I've been to Arizona. I've traveled across the country, road tripping to Arizona. I went to what's that one? What's that one place in North Korea? And <laughs> and in, in Czech Republic, Grand Canyon. Not the Grand Canyon, but the, the dam. The Hoover. The Hoover Dam. I was at the Hoover Dam. How how the fuck do you forget the Hoover Dam? <laughs> I don't, I'm not very good with remembering things like that. I'll tell you right now, like I forget a lot of shit. And you can ask this guy. I really do. And so I was at the Hoover Dam one time. And I don't know if you've ever been, but when you're looking down at the Hoover Dam, there's this wall right here. Obviously, you can't go across. You can't sit on it. There's this plaque that says, do not sit on this, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yo, I want to tell a story. So I sit on it. I put my feet out. I take a picture. And I crawl back before anyone says anything. And I, the story was to be able to do whatever the fuck you want without anyone telling you what to do. Hmm. No? Okay. I'm at the fucking the Hoover Dam and I'm enjoying my life and I enjoy looking at this view, you know, or I was in Mexico and I'm taking street photography of um, all the locals and realizing that usually all the locals don't have phones. Yeah. So they're all staring at me. Storytelling to the max. (laughs) I love to, I like to depict what's going on. Yeah. Um, If a guy's wearing a, a, a cowboy hat, and he's inside drinking a beer. I want to explain like why he would might be drinking a beer, or like, or maybe not, or maybe not. Yeah, honestly. Did they say anything to you? Who? Uh, the locals when you took pictures of them. Oh no! Uh, honestly, they didn't say anything. They were just like, um, "What the heck's going on?" I mean, very, very oddly, like, "Yo, like, what the heck is this kid doing?" I'm like, I'd be afraid. And then he got robbed. <laughs> No, I did not. But funny thing is, that bag on it. when I was in Philly, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but like in Philly, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, abandoned buildings in Philly, and uh, I went to go take pictures for like two hours, and I parked my rental car somewhere, and my rental car wasn't there when I got back. I was completely fucked. Like, my mom got the rental car for me because I wasn't of age to get to, to rent the car yet. Yeah. And I don't know if you know the policy, but the policy is if you rent the car, you have to get the car out of the impound or whatever it's called. So my mom had to fly literally all the way to Philly and get me out. And it was, or get the car out. And it was, it was just like a story to tell. So I took a photo, like literally the day after that. And... You know, it's I have it somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it is, but I have it somewhere, and it's just like, you know, it's a story that I love to be able to express myself and be able to t- 
tell anyone about, you know? What kind of shoes were you wearing? I don't fucking know some shitty ass shoes, honestly. <laughs> That's all I know. I was, but I mean, both you guys are just kind of. First off, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Um, you know. Drex, you're dropping a video. It's it as of the point people listen to this be out for two days Monday morning. Uh, where can they listen to it at? Uh, uh, the song. Or Monday you, morning, um, the video, the song. Yeah, the video, the video will be on YouTube, uh, and then the songs anywhere you listen to music, like anywhere. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, music everything. Title, Amazon Music. So you're on every platform. MySpace. People want to start downloading the song and start, you know, showing everyone else about it. Yeah, please download it illegally. That's the best way. Yeah. LimeWire to the max. I don't get I don't get paid for it, so yeah, you don't get paid for Apple Music either, do you? Oh, yeah, you're you're doing all this for out of love or you get paid for it? I get paid. Yeah. Off Apple. Yeah. Every time you stream my song I get like I think three one millionths of a penny or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Getting pretty low, but Yeah, it's etc. But you mean you guys both have kind of just <clears throat> Actually, for real, yeah. If you're listening, go save that shit on Spotify because Monday morning is doing well. And the more people who save it, like the more the algorithm picks it up and Spotify likes that shit. That's kind of why it starts to get, it started to get picked up because a lot of people have saved it and downloaded it on Spotify and Apple Music. So that helps. Yeah. So yeah, if you've made it this far, yeah, go do that. You guys have made it this far on the podcast, which we appreciate it. And Robert, we both appreciate having you guys on. I mean, this is awesome. You guys have really just... One made great conversation, which is the point. Yeah, you know, like we just want to have people that are on that enjoy doing what they love to do, and and whether it's being rappers, being photographers, being a bartender, being a teacher, being an entrepreneur, anything. Like we just want to have people that are here that want to share their experiences, which you know, I we both thank you for. Well, thank you for having us. Honestly, this is cool. Yeah, I know. Feels good to be able to express oneself. The biggest kicking on cool people part. <laughs> and then um, you both have, uh, I guess. I mean, my last question, I don't, Robert. I don't know if you have one, but my last question is: uh, when you guys, when when that click happened, because everyone has that one like this is when I'm going to do this. Like whether it's for three months, you have that click when you just want to do it and commit or whether it happened two years ago, you still been grinding when it happened. What was that first thought? Like, did you think you're going to do it for one day? Do you think you're going to do it for three months? No, no I know. Well, well, the second I, the second I decided to make me, that's it. Yeah, for sure. Done forever. No, I mean, I'm going to do it so it works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, it's seventh grade. Okay. And there's just no stopping you. Yeah. For sure. What about you? Um, honestly, I could say. Just about a quid tomorrow, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the question again? The first time it clicked, the first time it clicked for you, and you're like, "This is what I want to do." Whether uh, it was, whether it was clothing, whether it was photography, whether it like was, when was the first time, or like what went through your head? The, oh, what the went through first my click head. you had? Uh, I knew I was gonna find something that was happy, so I just kept running with it. Yeah, honestly, like I wasn't, I didn't before my senior year, I didn't, 
have a hobby. Like I said, I wasn't good at sports. I wasn't good at anything else. Like I didn't really have any friends anymore. So I had nothing going for me mentally and socially. So like once I figured out photography was cool to me, like I was like, you know, I'm gonna just keep trying and keep trying and keep developing and keep developing. And then, you know, this works out and this works out. But like, I can't, you know, it doesn't, I can't just stop. I gotta keep going, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And that's been my mindset ever since. Yeah. And sometimes it's difficult to, to, to follow through because, you know, sometimes there's a lot of hardships, but like, um, just gotta keep following up. Yeah. You know, gotta keep going, for sure. If it's really a passion, you gotta keep doing it. But yeah, that is my answer. If that has answered your yeah. question. Down south, you got anything? Um, I think the only question that I have is, what would be the most important thing that you learned so far through this whole process of just doing your thing that you love and just putting in the work? Um, just what's one thing that's really stood out to you that you would want the listeners to know about? Um, just do it. Like, really just whatever you... Whatever you spend your energy trying to tell people you're going to do just go out and do it because when you when you when you tell somebody you're going to do something honestly and I would say keep it to keep what you're going to accomplish to yourself Mm. uh like I like I don't I try not to get into specifics on you know what my next move is going to be I have no problem talking about your past you know lessons I've learned and whatnot but like as far as your next move I think you should I, th- I think you should keep it to yourself until it until you actually until you actually do it because when you tell somebody you're going to do something, you you kind of get that that dopamine that 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 feeling of success of of actually doing it just by telling someone you you're going to do it. And so if you don't tell anybody that, you don't get that feeling and it, it drives you more. So I would say just stop talking about things you're going to do and do it. Dang. Perfect. Guys, thank you so much for uh, for joining us tonight. Um, kind of cut it late with the hospital appointments and all that, and doctors, and it's it's been a pleasure. Really appreciate you. I really hope the, uh, the music video up to this point has killed it. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Really hope to have you both on, or both, both of you on individual episodes in the future. Cool. Um, yeah, shout, that, out, shout out Anchor. Shout out Anchor app. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you so much, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Or, yeah, yeah. All right, Robert. All right, guys. Well, it was a pleasure as well. Um, you want to close it off, Jake? No, that was the close. That was the close? All right. Perfect. Well, I'm, cu- I'm cutting all this out, but dude, that, I mean, this. You guys freaking killed it. Holy crap. That was hilarious. I was trying not to laugh the entire time. That's <laughs> <laughs> a really good fucking job. Um, really appreciate it. And again, like, thanks for coming on. You know, you, you didn't have to do it. And it was fun, honestly. Like, that's then that's why I told you guys before we did this. It's like we're here to have fun. Yeah. We're not here to grill you guys. Like, I'm gonna ask you a question. He'll ask you a question. I'm gonna spin your answer into something else, <laughs> and we're gonna make something fucking amazing. You know, like that's the coolest part. Um, yeah. And that's that was kind of just where where we wanted to go. So again, thank you guys so much. You, Hey, I'm, I'm signing us off real quick. All right, sounds good. Have a good night, guys. 
Hey guys, Bruno Guido here, and I just want to say thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode of Kicking It with Cool People podcast. We had a great time getting to know and interviewing Drex and Joe's, his photographer. Um, they kind of gave us an inside scoop in the overall process of music making, as well as sharing some very interesting moments that they've been a part of so far. So thank you very much, Drex and Joe's, for being part of our podcast. If you like the podcast, please do us a favor and give KWCP five stars don't forget to check out the kicking it with cool people podcast facebook page as well as the youtube channel also check out jake and i's instagram and youtube channel if you haven't had a chance to do so links are going to be in the show notes below that wraps up episode number six tune in next sunday at 7 p.m for the next episode of kicking it with cool people peace